Today's podcast is brought to you by my book, The Sex Spiral, Forgiven and Free from Pornography. The Sex Spiral will teach you God's design for sexuality, the triggers that lead to porn addiction, and how to exit the sex spiral with a purity plan for your life. You can order online at Amazon.com or any other retailer. Hey, thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's show. The Dustin Daniels Show. Unashamedly proclaiming God's purity through His Son, Jesus Christ. Devoted to saving marriages. Dedicated to protecting children. Addressing sex with biblical truth and without shock value. You're listening to the intersection of life and lust. Call toll-free at 1-855-5-DUSTIN. And now, here's your host, Purity Pastor Dustin Daniels. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. And when I became a man, I gave up childish ways. When I was a child, I spoke and I thought and I reasoned as a child. But when I grew up, I put away childish things. When I was a child, my speech and my feelings and my thinking were all those of a child. And now that I'm an adult, I have no more use for childish ways. It's 1 Corinthians 13, verses 11 and 12. I grew up without a father, even though I had three of them. I had my biological father and then two stepfathers. My biological father, he just never really grew up. He was always looking for a good time because he, he constantly had a beer in one hand and women on his mind. And I remember being very, very young, around six years old. And my dad, he bought this brand new Pontiac Trans Am. So think of the movie Smokey and the Bandit. It was black. It had T-tops. It, it looked just like the one in the movie. And my brother and I, we were every other weekend kids. Parents got divorced when, when we were very young. And one particular weekend, we're riding with my dad in his brand new car. And I'm, I'm sitting in the passenger seat. My younger brother was so small, he just sat on the armrest in between us. So basically, you know, back in 1977, there were, <laughs> there were no need for seat belts. I mean, what could possibly go wrong? And one day, this car cut my dad off. And the driver proceeded to give us a certain hand gesture, which I found out later, it did not mean that my dad was number one. So my father, not really being known for patience <laughs> and grace, well, he decides to follow him and we come to a stoplight and my dad got right up on their bumper and he tapped him with, with his car. And then he proceeded to press the gas to where the back tires are screaming and smoke is flying and, and literally pushes this guy out into the middle of the intersection with a red light. <laughs> Evidently, my dad missed his anger management meeting that week. Now, I've got stories about my father and many more stories about my, my stepfathers, but you did not tune in to hear that kind of dysfunction. 
You tuned in to hear and see what it looks like to be a godly father. And it's a good thing, too, because today on the show, I have a father and a son who have written a book together that is a guide through the trials that young men face. John Eldridge is the author of numerous best-selling books, including Wild at Heart, Fathered by God, and Beautiful Outlaw. He is also the director of Ransomed Heart, a ministry devoted to restoring men and women in the love of God. Sam Eldridge began his writing career in second grade with a memorable essay on penguins. And he graduated with a bachelor's in English and recently launched AnnSonsMagazine.com, a new online magazine for men that he publishes with his two brothers. John and Sam, welcome to the Dustin Daniels Show. Thanks, Dustin. Thank you for having us. with you. Hey, it is a privilege, guys, to have you with us. You both have co-authored your, your first book together. It's called Killing Lions, a guide through the trials that young men face. John, let's start with you. Let's talk about that title, Killing Lions. What's that about? It comes from two places, Dustin. It comes from kind of an ancient Maasai tradition in Africa where young men were not really considered men uh, until they had killed a lion. It was like a threshold event. It was it was that passage from kind of the teenage years into young manhood for them. But you see the exact same parallel in the David and Goliath story. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. when uh, when David you know faces Goliath, they try and talk him out of it, and uh, David says, "Oh, this won't be a problem, for I have faced the bear and the lion, and I can handle this as well." So the idea of killing lions is young men. Uh, passing through challenges, facing down fears, coming to a sense of confidence in who they are, who God is, and, and in order to move into an adult life. So it's a, an in, initiation almost, right? is that right? Right, exactly. Rites of initiation, rites of passage. Sam, how did, how did this book come about? Was this thing planned? You know, it it wasn't, actually. Um, when I graduated from college, I did the kind of thing that most other young guys I know did, which was to look for work and hope it was kind of in the field that I'd gotten my bachelor's degree and try and make life work, try and start paying bills, pursuing women, figuring stuff out. And uh, it wasn't very long before I realized that I was kind of coming up short in a lot of ways. Um, couldn't find work in the kind of the, the dreams capacity that I had sort of been told to pursue up to that point. It was like, well, here I am. I was working for a wealthy family, just kind of picking up their dry cleaning, which was pretty far from where I wanted to be. And I was pursuing a girl, but not really sure what to do about all that. And I just had all these questions. And so I started uh, actually having these weekly conversations with my dad. I called him once and asked if we could just talk things through. And uh, that turned into this kind of habit. We get on the phone every Wednesday and, and just talk about what was going on and, and work through things. And a little ways into it, um, my dad asked me the question of how many other young guys I knew in my world had conversations like this. Yeah. And I couldn't think of a single one. It was a, really a unique situation. Um, and that was the spark in my dad's mind at that moment. It's like, well, this could be a really cool project. You know, we could do this as a blog or we could try to make this into a book. 
And at that point in time, I wasn't ready for it yet. I actually turned him down. I was like, no, I, I want to make my own way. I don't want to be kind of one of those guys that just rides on their father's coattails. <laughs> I can't stand those guys. Uh, you know, they never really develop any character. So it was only actually like a year or so later after I'd worked through mm. uh, a huge issue of identity that I had been given by the Christian college I went to and by the peers around me that I was able to actually move with kind of strength and dignity into this book project. Yeah, I mean, it seems like you, you're you allowing us to listen in on the conversation, which I didn't expect it from this book. It was really a, a refreshing read for me um, because it was you allow us to kind of be a fly on the wall, so to speak. And, and John, how important is it for a father to have these type of conversations with their children? It's huge. I mean, Dustin, you know it. Just telling a little bit of your story at the beginning of the show, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know how important it is to have some older man. Might be your dad, might be an uncle, it might be a coach, but somebody that you can turn to as a young man and, and ask these questions and for fathers to be able to engage their kids, you know, um, and, and, and their young adult children as well. I One of the big surprises of the last, five years for me as our three sons have become young men is that I thought parenting was mostly about the younger years, right? Mm. Legos and Disney and, and wrestling and, you know, Little League and all that. But actually, young adults need fathering maybe more than they even needed it as kids. So yeah, it's like super important. How was that first conversation when Sam called you and said, you know what, Dad, I, I really I really need your help here. How how did that what did that do to you as as his father? Oh, I mean, I was thrilled. I was honored, really deeply honored that Sam would want that and thrilled uh to offer that to uh, because it's all about the conversation. It's all about the process. I think the temptation as a dad, is to just rush in with all the answers, right? Uh, yeah, oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't honor their questions, and it doesn't honor the process, and so it's so much better to just have these these weekly phone calls where we talk about money, and we talk about career, and we talk about God, and we talk about women, and, and life, uh, friendships, all that stuff, um, such an honor as a dad to be able to engage Sam in that and and uh, and work through those things together. And Sam, how did you when you asked that question and and kind of realizing, wow, I've I've got something special here. I, I kind of have I, I really have a unique opportunity. Was there something that clicked? Was there a, a, a situation to where you know what I, I really should ask my father about this stuff? You know, I think it was maybe just a combined sensation that I was feeling of like treading water. I felt like I wasn't really going anywhere, that like my, my work wasn't really going anywhere, that I just, I had so many questions about girls and so many questions about what I was supposed to do with my life. And there wasn't, you know, there wasn't any answers with my peers. That would be sort of like the blind leading the blind. <laughs> and there was just kind of this moment. And I, I love this phrase that my younger brother once said, that most young guys he knows want more than anything else for an older guy to come along to them and take them and say, I have a revolution. I have a role for you to play. Come and follow me. And just like how 
powerful. That would pull at our heartstrings of like, yeah, I want, I want something big and important, and I want there to be a role, and I want there to be answers and some clearly defined action to be taken. And that was, you know, kind of the beginning of the conversation with my dad. If it had been a phone call of, hey, I've got these questions, and his answer was, yeah, that's great. I don't really have anything to say about it. You know, we wouldn't <laughs> have turned it. That would have, that would have been it. But there are answers to be found through the seeking and through the the dialogue, and also just inherently. You guys also did a video series with this with this book, Sam. How how was that? It it was an amazing series to watch as I was reading the book. How how much fun was that to put together? Oh, I mean, that was probably the peak the peak thing that we could think of to do of recreating this trip out in Moab where we had gone when we were in high school. It's kind of the the school year is ending and we'll go out there with just the guys and we'll camp and we'll rock climb and we'll jump in the river and ride mountain bikes. And we wanted to recreate that while also kind of addressing some of the issues of this book. And we just had a blast. We went out there with myself and four other guys and my dad and another stage figure who's been a longtime family friend and sort of a pseudo father for all of us. Um, and it, we did this epic bike ride. We did a hundred miles and we camped and we, you know, all of the bang ups that happened in the process. And it was, not only was it like the trip of a lifetime for us to get to go through, but it was just such a joy to get to share these with other people, to kind of get, invite people into that adventure and into the adventure of killing lions. Today on the show, John Eldridge and Sam Eldridge, authors of a brand new book. It's called Killing Lions a guide through the trials that young men face. To find out more information about John and Sam's book, you can visit killinglions.com. You can watch the video series that Sam just mentioned there. And when we come back, we're going to discuss the spiritual battle that Sam faced while he was in college. You're listening to The Dustin Daniels Show. Have humility, gratefulness, generosity, and a servant spirit as the expectation in our home rather than the exception. Here's Dr. Tim Kimmel with a Family Matters Minute. In other words, the only thing acceptable from anybody inside your home is a humble heart, a grateful heart, a generous heart, and a servant's heart. Anything less than that is unacceptable and will always get negative feedback. It's amazing how people rise to the expectations that you have of them. And so if we aim low, that's what we're going to get. We're an offshoot of the heart of God. And what it looks like, it's humble, it's grateful, it's generous. has a servant's heart. I mean, Jesus, here's God. We didn't deserve anything from him. And he humbled himself and became obedient and took on the form of a servant and died in our place. We didn't deserve any of that. He did it for us. More parenting help for your family, including information about Tim Kimmel's book, Raising Kids for True Greatness, is available at FamilyMatters.net. What Seven Places means to me is that I am learning to be set free in the love of Jesus Christ and His grace. I've been many decades in my addiction and I'm finally finding relief. I do not have to struggle. I just have to obey, and the freedom I'm finding is strengthening my marriage and every relationship and finding fellowship 
with other brothers who struggle with this, I'm learning I'm not alone. Seven Places Ministries is a Christ-centered, pastoral-led recovery ministry. For more information, please visit sevenplaces.org. Hi, this is Richard Ramsey, the writer and director of the song, and you're listening to The Dustin Daniels Show. Have you seen that movie yet? The song. It's a great It's a great date night movie. And if you want to listen to my interview with uh, Richard Ramsey, the writer and director of the song, it's based on the Song of Solomon. All you have to do is visit DustinDanielsRadio.com or simply do a search in iTunes with my name. There you're going to find 90 different uh, radio shows from 50 different authors, pastors, and filmmakers, all discussing one thing, and that is God's purity, God's holiness, and how, as we as His children, learn to walk in that holiness. Today on the show, we have John Eldridge and Sam Eldridge, authors of a brand new book. It's called Killing Lions, a guide through the trials that young men face, to visit uh, their website, it's KillingLions.com. Sam, let's talk a little bit about the issues that guys in their 20s are facing. What, what is this, this battle, especially the spiritual battle that you, that you have experienced going through college and now moving on into your first career? Yeah, you know, we kind of framed the book almost like a hierarchy of needs, and which is pretty close to how the conversations went with my dad and I. Um, we started with work and with money and with women and pretty quickly realized that we were getting into deeper and deeper waters and focusing on these things about identity and then the, the presence of evil in the world and all of these questions about God that I had. And they're all there. A, a generation that is uh, rising up and being called the millennials, they're, they're pretty well known for, for seeking truth, for wanting to find genuine things. Um, and for being pretty skeptical of something doesn't ring as being true. And so, you know, with that comes all of these questions about God and, and, and spiritual warfare. And I, I went to a Christian school, and when I was there, I don't think I heard more than maybe one or two mentions of the concept of spiritual warfare, except for maybe that Jesus sort of fights on our behalf and we should just let that whole realm go to Him, um, which which makes it really difficult to understand things like all of the evil that we can see in the world. Like our, our laptops are instantly updating us on all of the atrocities happening all the time. And it's overwhelming if we don't have any idea of what to do with it, any way of interpretation. John, you, you spend a lot of time, uh, an entire chapter on this, this issue of our identity, our identity in Christ. Can you say why that is so important for, especially for young men and women? Dustin, it's huge. You never live beyond the way you see yourself. It's like the turning of the earth. You, know, you look out the window right now, and you don't realize that you're going more than a thousand miles an hour. Mm. You know, identity is carrying you along. It's affecting the way you interpret conversations. It's affecting the way you interpret God and, and his actions in your life. And so this was huge for Sam. You know, we were we were talking about money, we were talking about work, we were talking about the girl he was pursuing and thinking about getting engaged to, but we had to hit the pause button and get to a deeper issue. Yeah, I love which, that. Which is how you see yourself, right? And for Sam, what I love about this book is that Sam's really open and really vulnerable, really honest about his story. And Passing through Christian college was actually a hard experience for him. And there was a lot of shame 
that came into his story and into his identity, not measuring up, all that stuff. And God really wanted to speak to that before he would answer some of Sam's other questions, because bottom line, you know, the scriptures speak to our identity. You are a son of God. You are a children of the light. You are no longer darkness, but you are light in the Lord, right? You are a new creation. And until you believe that and really embrace it for yourself, I don't mean you just kind of hold it out there as your doctrine, but until it's yours in your heart, oh man, life is going to thrash you. And Sam, what, what did you what did you think of that response? You had certain questions about women and sex and money, and then all of a sudden your dad goes, no, wait a second, got to back up a few steps here. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think the thing that I wanted first was just give me the roadmap. Give me the roadmap for the next 20 years, and I'll be <laughs> fine. You know, tell me what I'm supposed to do. And uh, that when that wasn't forthcoming, and uh, when that was what my dad and uh, another close friend who was praying with me were, were hearing, it was, yeah, it's, that's a difficult pill, a pill to swallow. That's like, uh, you just want the answers. And instead, when it was identity, you know, there was a little pushback. It was like, well, you know, I am who I am. What are you talking about? And then it just starts ringing true as you begin to kind of share your story with other people who are listening in and um, working through some, some words that were spoken over you and realize actually how you're living. And it becomes clear as day because I had given up the dream of being a writer. I was not really living with strength and moving towards this young woman that I was interested in, and it was all directly related to my identity. And so then it was just, when I understood that, that I didn't get the roadmap, and instead I got these deeper issues, then you're just so grateful, because you're like, oh my gosh, how I am now, how I'm living after focusing on this piece of identity, then I was able to move towards the girl, I was able to move towards this book project, I was able to live with more strength than I would have if I'd just been given answers without that. Today on the show, John Eldridge and Sam Eldridge, co-authors of a brand new book. It's called Killing Lions, a guide through the trials that young men face. You can find out more about this project if you go to killinglions.com. You can find out more about where to purchase the book. And also, man, you got to watch the video series. It is absolutely amazing as you read this book. I mentioned last week that... um, our donation page was broken. Can you believe that? Our donation page was broken, and, and it's, it's as a ministry that always breaks your heart, and it just kind of makes me laugh. But I want to let you guys know that, you know, we've kind of upgraded things, and my web guys have told me, hey, we've got a really cool giving feature now to where you can actually text uh, and, and give. So let me, let me share this with you. If you text the number 77977. 77977 in the body of the text put in the seven places all one word and it it takes less than 30 seconds to give it's just that simple once again you can find out more information on the radio show all the podcast all the guests are at dustindanielsradio.com also there's a free online community if you want to get uh plugged into people in and around your area there's an online community there Email us your questions, and of course, you can always call us at one 855 dustin Thank you, John Eldridge, Sam Eldridge. We're going to continue our conversation next week as we dive into the topic 
of love and sex. 1 Corinthians 4.20 tells us that the kingdom of God isn't just a, a lot of talk. It's, it's living. And it's living in God's power and the power that is in the very name and the shed blood of Jesus Christ. And my prayer for you is to go and kill your lion and understand your identity in Christ. That you would live in God's power because it is for freedom that Christ has set you free. The Dustin Daniels Radio Show is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. This information is given with the understanding that neither the host nor the station is engaged in rendering counseling advice for your personal situation. If you need further help, we encourage you to seek the services of a Christ-based counseling professional. For more information on the radio show, visit DustinDanielsRadio.com.